The service is divided into three sections. Uh, each section will begin uh, with a song, uh, follow with a reading, and then a reflection on that passage, looking at either the women, the centurion, or Christ himself on the cross. After that, there'll be a period of extended silence, of around 10 minutes or so. So we invite you to use that space uh, to let God lead your thoughts, to reflect and mull over the things that have been spoken about. After the silence is finished, uh, we'll then be led in prayers of intercession uh, before we sing again and have a five-minute break to let you stretch your legs and relax for a moment. I hope you enjoy this service.
A reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 19, verses 23 through 27. When the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes, dividing them into four shares, one for each of them, with the undergarment remaining. This garment was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. Let's not tear it, they said to one another. Let's decide by lot who will get it. This happened that the scripture might be fulfilled that said, they divided my clothes among them and cast lots for my garment. So this is what the soldiers did. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. So I don't know about you, but at this stage in Lent, I am focused a lot on what is coming on Sunday, on chocolate or on caffeine or on celebration. And sometimes in the focus on Sunday, I miss Friday. On the focus on Easter day, we miss this day. Sometimes it is easier to think about what is coming on Sunday than wait for a moment in what happened today. But you see, there is no Sunday without Friday. There is no new life without death. There is no light without the darkness before. And there is no empty tomb without a body that must first be placed in it. Maybe this week you have been able to join us on the journey that we've been on as a church, the different ways of remembering this story, walking the path that Jesus walked. Maybe you were able to come to the beautiful prayer room last weekend or walk the labyrinth in here on Monday or Tuesday evening or rest in the shadows of the tenebrae service on Wednesday, or have communion together as Jesus did yesterday. On Sunday, I went to the prayer room and sat at the cross. And I sat there for about 15 minutes and I was deeply uncomfortable. Last week at university, I saw a dramatization of Mark's gospel. And the boy playing Jesus stood on a chair in the darkness and for 10 minutes cried out. And I was deeply uncomfortable. The cross makes us deeply uncomfortable. And so hopefully what we can do in this next bit of time, whether that is 10 minutes, half an hour, an hour, is be comfortable feeling uncomfortable together. 
even if it is only for a moment. Those women we heard watched and waited and witnessed as Jesus died on the cross. His mother, Mary, who had carried him, had nursed him, had seen him grow, encouraged him in his ministry. Mary Magdalene, who had been freed from these demons from her past and enabled to follow him, to live a new life, a different way. These women who were there, who followed Jesus right to the end when so many disciples did not. Because Simon Peter denied him and Mark ran from him and Judas betrayed him, but these women followed him to the cross. Dorothy Sayers says, perhaps it is no wonder that the women were first at the cradle and last at the cross. There is something significant then in the framing of Jesus's life with these women. There is something I think significant in the way that Jesus's ministry is so often an encounter with women. Throughout John's gospel, particularly, and some of the other gospel accounts, we see these interactions between Jesus and women. With a woman at a well who's been condemned by her community because of the life that she has led, who is worth Jesus's time. A woman who is protected, for whom condemnation does not come when she is caught in adultery. Mary and Martha, who are told to sit at his feet, as disciples would have done. There is something significant in Jesus' ministry towards women. For those women, their lives have been changed because they have been given value. Because somebody said, you are worth my time. You are worth my love. You have a voice. And so for these women, how then might it have felt to see this man die? I am not a mother and I have never lost a child. But there are people in my life whom I have lost. And there are people in my life whom I have feared the loss of. Indescribable pain unbelievable grief. Questions upon questions about how or why. And that is just a tiny little glimpse of what Mary might have felt as she watched her son, whom she carried and saw grow, die before her eyes. Mary Magdalene, who'd been freed from these demons, who'd been enabled to live in a different way, who'd been given an opportunity to start again, to be given worth, to be given a voice. What questions must she have had if that man on a tree was dying? 
Would everything just go back to the way it had always been? Would she once again become voiceless, become loveless? I think Mary, Jesus' mother, in, in, that, in that picture we see grief. We see grief at the cross. And in Mary Magdalene, I think we see fear at the cross. But most importantly, I think we see love at the cross. We see the love of those women who were willing to follow where so many did not, who were willing to watch and wait and witness the death of a man whom they loved. And in that moment of great pain, we see the love of Jesus for these women as he reaches out and provides for his mother. And we know, don't we, as those women did not, the love that is really there on the cross. The love of a God who says, you are worth my time and you are worth my while. And so we see grief, we see fear, and we see love at the cross. In this next time of quiet, let's think together on those things. Put our feet in the place where those women stood. And just if only for a moment, let's be comfortable feeling deeply uncomfortable as we sit at the foot of the cross.